What's up? Welcome back to another episode of the Black Cinema Experience Podcast. Podcast. I'm Cameron. And I'm your girl, JB. And we have another wonderful show for you today. We are going to be going over Surrounded with Letitia Wright. It's a Western, so it's, you know, got a whole bunch of shooting <laughs> environments. Okay. So, Jordan, what did you like about the movie? Okay, well, Cameron, you know... <laughs> I, I didn't even know this about myself, but I guess I'm kind of a genre girl. <laughs> I guess I'm kind of into westerns and cowboy movies. Yeah. And Letitia Wright is someone who is a unexpected cowboy yeah. in this movie that I absolutely love. I did not know that she was about to bring us this show the way that she did, this, this movie the way she did, but she really, like, she bodied mm-hmm. the... She brought the violence. <laughs> She brought the violence. She brought the she, vengeance, the justice. She brought it. Okay. You just said it perfectly. Vengeance <laughs> is what I was looking for. She was like, mm, I'm not really trying to fuck with nobody. Like, she really was like bodying the black woman experience. She was like, I'm trying to mind my business. I'm doing a thing. I got some good stuff going on. I'm going somewhere. I'm on my way to do something. And people were like, well, we're going to just go ahead and rob you guys' car. We're going to get in your way. We're going to cause you a hard time. And then once we've you know, gotten the law involved. We're going to make you babysit the criminal. Yeah. Good luck. And then we'll be right back. Uh, we'll let the black woman handle it. Okay. Mm-hmm. They love to make us handle shit. But they didn't know she was a woman. So in all fairness, mm-hmm. you know, they just left it to the black to handle. But um, again, this whole time she was just trying to be unbothered. And then she ended up showing us how badass she really was. Yes. Like all good Western films. Mm-hmm. Starts off with some unassuming person. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're probably not violent. And then boom, boom, bam. They are the sickest gun in the West. So, like, it was really great to see Letitia in this in this role. Um, the trailer definitely does not do this movie uh, enough justice. Oh, at all. At all. It almost makes it seem like it's about, like, color in some way. Mm-hmm. But, like, those few moments where she's called a colored girl mm-hmm. or whatever from the trailer so insignificant mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of the movie i mean honestly the least important thing about the movie mm-hmm. um why don't you tell us cameron about you know what you thought about the movie who was in it that you know surprised mm-hmm. you anything like that well I, well i agree a little i i do think uh race was important in there but i think it wasn't it wasn't thrown in our face per se but it's i think it's important because it takes place five years after the civil war so um she was she was a buffalo soldier she had, so she was posing as a man which um they didn't really specif- specify if she was part of the lgbtqia community or yeah, if right. she was just trying to be safe right um which both are valid like you know like in this in this time period you gotta you gotta be careful either way That's but I thought, I thought it was an interesting i thought it was a very very complex role to play and the teacher did it like very very well um i was shocked i didn't know about this movie and he told me about it i, I hadn't seen anything about it which how like why wouldn't we have because she did she gave such a phenomenal performance what i love the most was because the premise is she is hiding as a man but she's on her way to claim uh property for a gold mine Mm -hmm. um out west so um she's going on this journey to you know better her life and hopefully create a safer space for people black people and then she's getting robbed Mm -hmm. (laughs) like you know so um you know unassumingly and then after they catch the head crook 
they make her watch him, like you said, but he's like trying to get in cahoots with her and get inside of her head. He knows she, he ends up finding out. I don't know how he knows, but finding out she's a woman. So he's like trying to get that. He said, her. they may not look at you, but I can see. That's exactly. He yeah, he did. He's, I know what you are. But, um, but that is not for whipping ASS. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, sidebar for the fact mm -hmm. that in this film specifically, he ended up in some way, even after she killed him, mm -hmm. being an ally to her. Yeah. Because he was giving her hints to find the money. And if yeah. she was smart enough to figure it out, she was going to leave with mm -hmm. that money. Even though she had her gold mine dreams mm -hmm. crushed. Because back in that day, some water really could ruin <laughs> well, your yeah, life. Exactly. <laughs> she was Literally. like, there goes my paper. I guess I don't have land anymore. Well, just especially during this time after, you know, during Reconstruction, after the Civil War. Right. Papers... Well, for black people, it never really meant anything because somebody you have your free papers or have papers for something, they just like, oh, doesn't exist. And you're like, oh, that's crazy. <laughs> I like, know <laughs> it doesn't exist now. Yeah, yeah. That's wild, you know. So, so having to see her, like having that pain, uh, having her go through that, she's like, God, because at the beginning, it is a little weird. She's like, you know, God grant me like make this journey safe, and I just want to get to the other side, and yeah. that completely doesn't happen. Yeah, but. She ended up coming up on the up and up because she ended up getting all the money. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Spoiler alert. But she ends up getting all the money, but it, it probably ends up being more than what she would have had when she was going to get this land. So, in True. a way, God worked it out in her favor. But when I say it was a journey, <laughs> like she ended up fighting, she ended, ended up having to fight with some natives. Mm hmm. Um, this guy is wreaking havoc. All his goons are coming out, and she taking right. she taking them out. You know, and like that part right there <laughs> is the key element of why this movie was so exceptional mm -hmm. because we don't see often mm -hmm. these Western films with black cast, mm -hmm. let alone having the main character, this whoop ass guns person, mm -hmm. being a woman underneath it all. She's mm -hmm. like a cowboy version mm -hmm. of Mulan. You know, <laughs> no, literally, literally, like. I love Letitia in this because she really was this hard ass person, but also this act, it was an action movie. Mm -hmm. These scenes were so well thought out. Mm -hmm. They were so, you know, like it, it was definitely delivering like mm -hmm. the, from the guns and the way that they were poof, 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 mm -hmm. and like the way that the camera would jump with the, mm -hmm. I was like, who is filming this? Where are they standing? Yeah, very appropriate from the time. That <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing too, like usually like when you get something like this for black people or it's in any person in general, like it has to be like kind of almost like a superhero type aspect, like mm -hmm. like not believable. But I feel like this was something I you would I would have felt like it was like a history lesson. Like oh, mm -hmm. this was oh Buffalo Sarah. I she know. Took out, you know. I was <laughs> waiting for that. I was <laughs> waiting for that based on a true story at the end. I was like, where is it at? Because it, it seemed like that's something that could have happened. And, and this is how Harry Tubman had to have been to get them slaves. I don't know. I mean, they don't talk about her being a cowgirl, this but is the, it, this is literally the Wild West. Harry it's Tubman. giving, it's giving saving the day, <laughs> no, like, giving saving, black women changing girls. history forever. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, um, definitely. Like the epitome of black girl magic, and I and I did I did appreciate that that it wasn't like like they had moments where she would say things that were like um, I guess you can say come across as preachy, but I don't feel like the movie was preachy. It was like. Like, like you said, in the trailer, like there were parts when she's talking about being a black woman. And I mean, you're going to have to talk about that because she is a black woman. Right. Um, and you need a monologue, obviously, in your, in your country role. western. Yeah. But I felt like I, I was, I didn't, you don't get the preaching vibes throughout the film. You get the action, you get the gist of the story. It's not, they're not trying to over explain anything, but they're also not like neglecting anything. Yeah. 
And I do like yeah. I do like how they showed the To me I liked how the uh the bandit and Letitia are low key the same, mm -hmm. just like reverse. She's the she's actually a good guy and he's actually a bad guy. Yeah. Cause he ended up at the end he was kinda like pleading with her, like, you know, we can put this together, you know, like mm -hmm. you, know, you don't have to do this. And she was like, Nah, I gotta Take you, you gotta take care of <laughs> exactly because you're not gonna do what you say. You're do. So sorry, you're still a white man at the <laughs> end of this. And all I wanted to point out too, because every literally, even when Michael K. Williams comes in, R.A.P. But like everybody was against her, even yeah. the black man. Like every yeah. like everybody that came into this situation was against her, but she still ended up coming up on top. So yeah. I'm like, because we know how to mind our business, okay? <laughs> she was like, oh, okay, y'all just gonna, uh, y'all not gonna give me nothing for watching them? Oh, you're gonna say that I should've did it? And, oh, wow, you just, because he was trying to play her at the yeah. end when he came yeah. through, like, well, you know, it was like, can you give her something? Shit, damn, exactly. we just held you down all night with this crazy person with chains all these them. bandits that y'all have been looking for. Right, she for said, I don't know how they got there. Ha, 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 ha. She said, sir, they just can't. They came and tapped me, and I just woke up, and everybody was dead around me. Everybody? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Played dumb. Yeah, but she did it in a man voice, because she yeah. still didn't let up. She was a woman <laughs> yeah, at the exactly. end. She was still a man at the end for them, yeah. as far as they knew, because they wouldn't look at her. Um, again, just if you're into action movies, westerns, that type of film, it was just enough. That's one thing that makes those movies so great, yeah. is because... Westerns typically simplify the storyline. Yeah. It's not so complicated where you can't like keep up if you're doing other activities, you know? It was one of those things where I was like, oh, this was going on. Oh, dang, this is good. Action scenes were mm -hmm. awesome. So then I kept tuning in, kept watching, mm -hmm. and just seeing how they shot it. Now I'm so happy for modern film and mm -hmm. how we are shooting things because the way that the graphics roll off, I mean, it's almost like in the Matrix, you know, mm -hmm. when you see people bending, you're like, whoa, it was like 3D almost. It feels like mm -hmm. that um, watching this film. So... For me, mm -hmm. 10 out of 10, I would definitely recommend just to tune in. And to touch on that whole preachy thing that you said, you mm -hmm. said it wasn't preachy. I do feel like it was a tad mm -hmm. bit preachy because <laughs> I don't enjoy yeah. I don't enjoy it when we have to educate others on our mm -hmm. blackness. And I feel like anytime that we're like telling a white person about our experience, mm -hmm. as if on the other side of the on the other side of the experience, mm -hmm. they're not the ones doing it. Yeah. I hate when movies like show you that because y'all are the perpetrators. Mm -hmm. That's like telling someone who's abusing you, hey, you know, you're abusing me. Yeah, they fucking know. <laughs> so yeah. it's not something that I enjoy seeing. So I do feel like her little uh, soliloquies, mm -hmm. uh, her little monologues on mm -hmm. the black woman experience and, you know, what he better not say. I was, I was a little perturbed by mm -hmm. that, but also because I do feel like a white person wrote it. I don't mm -hmm. know. I didn't look it up, mm -hmm. but it definitely didn't feel like a black person wrote it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. It just didn't feel like authentic to mm -hmm. a black person when she was like, you know what I've been through. And it's mm -hmm. just like, I, I didn't connect to that. Do I you, actually didn't connect to any of those. Do you feel like it's important that black people have to be writers for black characters? Oh, oh, <laughs> that is a good question. Because I would happily write a white girl mm -hmm. and I would be like, well, what did I do it wrong? Mm -hmm. If I wrote too many likes in there, like I mean, I guess you know that's not fair to say only black people should mm -hmm. write black people. But if you're trying to always, but the thing is, I feel like especially in Hollywood now, when when they when these white characters write these black characters, I think they consult a black person. Yeah, they're, like you're like you know, Jordan, what should I write about a black woman? And a black yeah. woman will tell them, and then they just put that in a speech, <laughs> and like 
I've been through this, 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 this. And that's the... There should be a mm-hmm. person checking over, like a sensitivity mm-hmm. consultant, mm-hmm. checking over these things that they are writing to make sure that they aren't, you know, stomping on people's toes mm-hmm. and, you know, just doing inappropriate things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying that they should have to be black to write a black person mm-hmm. in, but when you are specifically talking about a black person's mm-hmm. experience as a black person in America, three or four generations down from slavery, <laughs> um, I'm just going to mm-hmm. say that it's not something that I've ever heard as far as like the things that she was mm-hmm. saying to him. They were not anything that I felt like. It just doesn't feel like if you have an opportunity mm-hmm. to teach a white man a black thing, and you're like, ooh, black people have it so hard. I'm about to make this man understand the things that she was saying. They weren't giving the gut punches that I would have preferred. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because we could have really had Tommy Walsh in a situation mm-hmm. in that where he was really actually feeling empathetic towards mm-hmm. her experience. Mm-hmm. And instead of doing that, like the stories that she told to like kind of let him know that she was not one to be fucked with, mm-hmm. they just didn't do that for me. Yeah. I feel like there might have been better, stronger cases to make in those mm-hmm. moments. So for that reason, I feel like it was like not really a good use of storytelling yeah. for those moments. Which is why I would go back to calling it preachy. Because it just felt like, well, I'm telling him about me. Instead of being like, let me find a way to make you actually like empathetic towards me. Because they had moments where they were like, where they seemed like they were empathetic towards each other. Mm-hmm. So they could have opened up more pathways of vulnerability mm-hmm. if those little moments of her um, talking to him weren't so preachy. Mm-hmm. That's what I'll say. Mm-hmm. Did I answer that question? Yeah, I think you answered perfectly. I, I do think, again, like... I understand that when you're trying to convey a message, and I know, like, especially now in Hollywood, we are able to be able to convey that message, but I just feel like it's not always being conveyed by us. Yeah. And I feel like that is important because you, if you want to really convey a message to the people, it has to come from the language of the people. Yeah. Not from the language of technically the oppressor. Okay, go ahead. Because um, I know you're talking about uh, Frederick Douglass right now. You're talking about <laughs> the, other, the other lady. The lady you watched the documentary on. Uh, um, Tony Morrison. Tony, Tony Morrison, Morrison. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. does not. Yeah, she said she said he wrote that for a white audience, <laughs> not a black audience, and, and I, sometimes and she for a black audience. And and I I even think that that Western relationship. Mm-hmm. That's that's why I said I don't know. I should have looked it up, mm-hmm. but I feel strongly mm-hmm. <laughs> that there were white people in the writing room for mm-hmm. that film because I do feel like that was written for a white audience to be like. Ooh, yeah, she delivered that line, mm-hmm. a line that they expected mm-hmm. versus a black audience, which is like, man, we got so many different uh, cats in the bag to mm-hmm. pull from. Why would we use that when we yeah. can actually just use some of the abuse that she lived through five years after? after Civil her... War. And it was a Buffalo soldier. She had stories. And posing as a man. You know, <laughs> like... There were better stories mm-hmm. that she could have used, but um, I digress. But... It was perfect for it was just enough meat and potatoes yeah. for this country. Yeah, and I I love I love the movie. Yeah, and I love Letitia. <laughs> Letitia. Wakanda forever. <laughs> no, I, I knew I was gonna say wrong. Uh, you have to. I, I I have to. Well, that's all that we have for you guys on this film. If you get a chance to check out Surrounded, please check it out, and uh, let us know what you guys think in the comments below. Thanks again for watching the Black Cinema Experience Podcast. Podcast.